Hurry into Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchases up to a $499 value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America, and save up to $500 on adjustable mattress sets in stock for immediate delivery. And get a $300 instant gift. Talk to a sleep expert today. Only a Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. Hi, this is Jimmy Keys Bartender. I'm bringing the music down, bringing the music down. We're stopping. Okay. We're here for um, Key Largo Christmas 2019. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry ho ho. Yeah, it's it's uh, the 17th. Since it's live, we can just say. Yes. Mm. 6.30, and there's probably only one person listening, listening right now. Listening live right now. Yeah, they may, they may get it or may not. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we got the four, got four people going now at yes. this time. We used to have... We have the fourth mic. Hello. So there's Tyler. Oh, and there's Hoagie. And Hoagie. Yep. He doesn't have his own so mic. So Papa Joe, Jenna, and uh, Tyler. Tyler, Jenna, Papa Joe, and Jim. So yeah, don't forget the, Jim. Well, I... <laughs> it hasn't been a show. Went out gym yet? No. So I, I don't even have to. I shouldn't even. I shouldn't even say my name ever. You hey, even uh, have to can you slide that mixer a little more this way? Since I don't have a tall chair. <laughs> can we? What? There we go. Just enough to get it closer. I'm already up against the. Oh, yeah. oh, jeez, 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 jeez. It's okay. Oh, maybe yeah. wait. I can. No, uh, we're good. Can, we're wait, good. Wait, we're, no, you're oh, good oh, right oh, there, Jim. No, look. This is a ten foot four. Oh, look at that. Yeah, we can change them. Okay. Switching mics. Hi there. there. Is that go. better? Yeah. Hey, and don't yank uh, my cord, please. <laughs> wait. Um, there wait, we go. Here we go. No yanking cords, man. All right. No more. I think Look we're getting that. set up now. No. No, I can be comfortable. All right. Yeah. And no yanking the wanky. The donger wants food now. Yeah. <laughs> you know that one? No. 16 candles? Yep. Automobile. Grandfather, automobile. Big leg. Big leg. Splash. <laughs> <laughs> Donger, would you do what grandfather's can? Okay, no, it's <laughs> Christmas. So, uh, I I didn't plan anything at all today. Uh, we're it's we're shooting from the hip today. There was a lot of different things going on at work this yeah. week. I'm sure the same thing for you and for you and I Papa Joe. Okay, whatever. <laughs> There's a lot of things. There's gifts to be got. And yes, gifts uh, things and, to be and, done. And things uh, to we, do with the we, house. Um, we decided that Abby and I wanted to get each other a couple gifts that we both share, like a big screen television and a, and a sofa. We got the big screen television. And with the limited understanding I have of um, – I have a decent understanding where I can do it. I can do it without a tech person, and I did it. It t- takes a little longer, much like the podcast, but the hardware when you're mounting and all that stuff – and you're realizing, I thought, wow, I have a bracket on my other TV. And if I was a TV guy, I'd realize there's brackets that are good for 40-inch TVs to 55-inch TVs or 50-inch TVs. And there's brackets that are for 55 to 70-inch TVs yes. and things like that. And I needed – I had a smaller TV, so the bracket that was on there I didn't have. And then I found out 
up close and personal about the limited scope of supplies and supply and demand in the upper keys. Yeah, yes. it's horrible. Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I had one day. Yes. To do it. Yeah, because so, you get the brand new TV and you want to put it up that day. No, I couldn't. Well, I couldn't. I got it. We got it on Sunday when I was working and I work a double on Monday. Uh, so I was going to do Tuesday. And what I should have done, if I didn't know until I took the bracket off uh, this morning that it wouldn't fit. And then I realized I'd have to, um, and if I ordered it, I wouldn't be able to do it till Thursday. And then everything starts piling up, and then it's coming up against yep. Christmas. They got a Christmas party on Sunday. Yeah, the your shit. Honey I had Tuesday, a Tuesday off to do it, so I decided to call every hardware store as soon as it opened. Well, hardware, it's hardware. A bracket is hardware. It is, it is, but it's not essential to that. And then I thought, okay. Uh, I spoke to him. He said, well, try the Office Depot and Kmart. Well, Kmart, <laughs> it, for years, for several years, has looked like a place that was closing. Yes. Yep. And I went in there today, um, and there was – I they always have a turnover of managers. They always have a new manager. They must bring someone through training school, and they immediately send them down to Key Largo because they had – Everyone with the pricing tools and were the scanning things and then the manager up front. They were all talking uh, for at least 10, 12 minutes because I walked in. They're all sitting and talking. Totally oblivious that I'm walking in there. And she's telling how she wants to give a really great customer service. It was kind of ironic. She, she's discussing to all the employees how gr- how they should deliver a great customer service experience to all their patrons that come in. Hi, welcome As I walk through... And they totally ignore me. <laughs> right. I spend Not great. eight, ten minutes looking around the places. I go back to the old TV department, electronics department, which you can see their downsizing. I guess Kmarts are just existing now to sell off their existing stock. I, I would think so. They're, they're shutting down more and more, but ours has no plan on shutting down. No, they got no. bought. Yeah. Uh, the Kresge Corporation, they got, uh, they got bought, so they're... "Quote unquote," Kresge's still around. I remember that as a kid. I thought that going the way sides of Woolworths. Um, you know Woolworths. Yeah. Or how about Zares? I remember. I well, Zares is more a southern thing. It was it? a southern thing, but yeah, I do remember. Kmart's starting to look like Zares in the last couple of years, mm-hmm. or or Jeffersons. Well, I go back to their electronics department where they used to have. They have anything 25, there? 25 computers. I mean, twenty five um, TVs. TVs. Some uh, assorted electronics, uh, cameras. Uh, five years ago, they had all that stuff. You can go yeah. in there and buy that. And now, as of yesterday, or today, this morning, uh, they had a couple 40-inch uh, 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 TV, a 45-inch TV, up there in another TV mounted on the wall, and a stack of 32-inch flat screens, a stack of five or six. And I go, I, as soon as I saw that, and I go, there's no fucking way they have any brackets here. And no. I look around, they don't. They're starting to ma- put their, their desk and all that, st- any other crap, pre, um, you know, this, uh, furniture needs to be well, Our electronic department has become mattress and appliance sales. Yeah, there's like literally one washer and dryer on the floor. Yeah. 
<laughs> and a like few 15 mattresses, mattresses. Some carpets. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it's pretty bad. They're good. They have a How many good cashiers supply. They have there? a great supply of grills. How many cashiers were there? Like I said, there was Two. no cashiers up there. Two. There were 15 employees there. But only two registers opened. No one was at the register. <laughs> because I didn't buy anything. I realized I'm not going to buy anything. I'm not gonna, I needed to buy other things. But I realized if you didn't say, if you, you got to say hello once to get yeah. someone. Yeah, just call then the I walked all the way back. And she's still talking about customer service when no one says, hey, can we help you find something? And I'm like, oh, fuck it. So, and, and uh, I, I called the office depot because I said, I realized if I don't think they have it. And I said, they go, do you have TV? And before I finish mounts, she said, no. So, shit, that was it. There was a couple electrical supply companies down here. There's a company around 103. Yeah, right by the bridge on the yeah, ocean side. Yeah, But they're not retail. <clears throat> no. But I know the guy. I bet I could have, like, bribed them, but they probably have the good. I know they do high-end stuff. They do the multi-million-dollar houses. Yeah, and if like I had to buy something like speaker that, speaker lights be like, throughout the whole entire yeah, house. Yeah, 300 bucks or yeah, something like that. Exactly. Yeah. When um, you can buy them out on Amazon so for 25 bucks. So you had to drive, uh, drive into Florida, did you not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, I, again, I didn't. Now. Did you go to Wally World? And go to no Wally World. Oh, hi, folks. We're Did you go to Best Buy? Went to Best Buy. There you go. Oh, I, I would. Um, I, I probably could have gotten a, a mount for ten, fifteen dollars cheaper if I went to Walmart. It's not worth it. But I went to Best Buy, and the guy helped me. He, I went over to him. He said, "Can I help you?" And then he walks me over to the thing. He says, "We have." I said, "I only need a. I need a non-adjustable one." And he goes, well, the non-adjustable is like $70, but we have a sale on our adjustable one. It's 49 And he, I go, well, and he goes, don't worry. It locks in place and stuff. It's just an inch or two further from the wall. And I go, oh, that's great. Okay, great. And he says, that, I know. I had to go. <coughs> it was literally a 48-mile round trip yep. in a heavily, densely populated part of the United States, <coughs> South Florida, to get a TV uh, wall mount bracket. But I'll tell you, when that guy said that, when he was so helpful, I went off and said, man, you just made this whole trip worth it. Yep. Not just saying hello, telling me the thing, getting me the stuff, signing me out, <laughs> having me the door, having me out the so door think, one, one was minute. He at, was he at Kmart earlier listening to the customer service? <laughs> I mean, it must have been because that guy was incredible. And uh, the, the I had this um, theory about Walmart and Kmart and places like that. Just the dynamics of it, right? You got Best Buy where you have, for the square footage, they have so much. They're, they're so much item, more than our Kmart does. Well, not just that dollar-wise. Each unit, their average unit price of their items are so much higher. Yep. And, and the quality of service is better. So they have more, you know, they have two people on at the front desk for checkout. And directing people just for checkout and direct checkout. When I say checkout, just to let you go outside the door, verify um, you're taking. Yeah, one yeah. And they have uh, a registers on the left side front, right side front, and the back middle. And when right? they get really busy, the customer service opens up, and they're another register. Yeah, they go and do that. Uh, but you go to Walmart, you can walk by and talk to people. And we were there on Sunday. And we, we wandered into the TV department. They didn't 
no one said anything to us. We looked around at TVs. We didn't know what that. They didn't have the right labeling for each one, so you didn't know what you were looking at. <laughs> they just had TVs mounted, and they didn't really have any decals saying what they were, except you can see that's, yeah, obviously that's an LG. That's a Samsung that's on there. But what series is it? What, you know, is it two years old? Is it three years old? How much it, it is? Don't, and uh, Best Buy had all the ones. They had the best ones right out front, you know, and all that stuff. The 1500 they got They still have flat screens for 1500 bucks, And they do. Their best they, ones are on the wall. They look, for sale they ones, look really, really good. The but then again, unless you have really, really excellent eyesight, I don't know. The one I, I did today, I spent. So I, I went and got that and brought it back. And then I spent. Two and a half hours working on the, you know, trying, it's, you know, the thing is trying to figure out how to put a bracket on a television that's not flat. The back of it isn't flat. You have to give you spacers for it and yep. all that. So I kept on, I'm, I'm gaming it out in my head, not tightening them on too much. I say, this is it. I want it to be flat, steady, firm. And then finally worked that out. That took two hours. And then I got the template. And I got the stud finder and all that stuff. And I'm putting it, and I'm thinking, trying to think, how high up do I want that television? <laughs> right? Because mm-hmm. you're going from one that area-wise, this is twice the area of my last television. So it's going to be, if I put it too low, I mean, I guess I could have put the bottom right where the bottom was before because the, uh, the high end would have yeah. Been fine, but I put it higher. Every application is different. Yeah, they say when it's a bigger TV, you need to put it up higher. I know that because of the bottom's going to be lower, but I it, it was almost instead of like two to one, like one inch rise for every two inches you go up in size, which is pretty much what you think you'd do because half the size goes one direction, the other half goes the right. other, and it, it was counterintuitive to that. So I went along with it, and it worked out pretty good. And I. I went up um, next door and asked my neighbor to help me put it up there. And then I spent doing the tech Hello. stuff. How the hell do you, how the hell do you, um, like I got to get my Alexa hooked up and all that stuff. I yeah. mean, I got it. I went and got the, um, the app uh, that I, I, I got, I got the, <laughs> you did, you're Alexa. Yeah. You're having trouble marrying it up to your TV. Yeah. So we're, we're not gonna. I mean, that, we're not gonna work that out on here. I mean, they, there's an app you got to get for Samsung, right? It's called the Smart App. It's your app. It's your hub. Okay. And for Alexa, you got to allow for a skill. You got to go into Alexa, and you got to allow a new skill, and you got to get the Smart App linked up with Alexa. But for some reason, it's not recognizing the TV, even though the Smart App links with the TV. Smart app's supposed to be conduit for Alexa to be able to hook it. Right. It. Hey, Papa, what happened to your Alexas? I ripped them out of the house, baby. Yep. No Alexa. No eavesdropping. Wouldn't um, if you would that preclude you having a friend named Alexa? If you, <laughs> I mean, if you call them on the phone and you kept on saying, "Oh, hi, Alexa," and then all of a sudden the the the, the, the stupid thing starts. That's where they tell you you can call it robot or computer computer 
You can name it anything you want, I believe. Can't you? I, but there are studies that do say that they 100% listen to you when they're not active. No, you'd be talking, uh, I would be talking to Damon in the house. Well, there's and no then one, nothing's we, precluding you If from we're talking about, uh, you know, widgets, say, next thing you know on my iPhone, there's ads for widgets. So you can't, and it happens, it was happening all I the time. I, I mean, probably, so. I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised. But, I mean, if you're really concerned about it, just get a, um, put it on a, um, a power strip and then turn off the power. It's not listening when there's no power. No, but it is listening when you mute it. Oh, well, uh, I'm really not concerned about it yet. Uh, you know, if I actually like the convenience of, I don't, I, some people that say, oh, I, I am not that interesting a person that I think there's going to be anybody listening. I mean, we're not, we haven't gone so far that I'm worrying about people recording like our conversation and caring about it. Well, there is that law enforcement thing. Well, I'm not doing anything. No, of course you're not doing anything, but it's just on principle. So law enforcement had to solve a domestic right. violence that unfortunately ended in a murder. Mm -hmm. And what they did is they, it's Google that owns Alexa, right? Mm -hmm. They subpoenaed the Google records and they got uh, the transcript the of what fitting. was overheard by Alexa. And the Alexa was on mute. Oh, was it also, was the person found hanging in the middle of the room and... There was uh, there was no chair, but there was a puddle of water. I have no idea, but uh, you know what they got all the that. evidence they needed to prove what happened in that house. No, it's a, there was an ice block. Oh, you didn't? <laughs> no, you didn't, you didn't know that one. No, you never heard that one. There's the person hanging in the middle of the room, and there's so, no chair. Or so they waited for the ice block to melt before they hung. Or they could have kicked it. And it and it could have kicked the ice block uh, over or something like that, <sighs> or the person put them on it and kicked them off, and then you got to be really cold-hearted to do that. Yep, that's right. Kill with it. I would think your feet would be colder. <laughs> Sam with an icicle or something like that. No, no shoe, no yeah. sock. You barefoot. But the, the Christmas thing, the thing down here when you get, the, especially with electronics now, when people on Christmas Day, batteries. Remote cell phone batteries, uh, charger cables, all these things that y you get for, you know, if you have kids and things like that. And if it's incomplete, that gift, you're like, you're not going to be playing with your gift on Christmas Day. You got to get the batteries, man. You got to look at the box when it says requires or what's worse, or what's worse, or, what's or, 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 or a battery pack or a battery pack that needs to be charged. So you got to charge yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, people Sorry, are kids. You got to wait twelve hours for this to charge. Yeah, up. that was the worst thing. They got um for the taskmasters. You know, they have that online app where people can call up and get someone. You get people to come and help you put together the gifts. There are there. Yeah, there's there's Do they have people like professional Lego builders that come <laughs> around and help your kids at Christmas? No, no. Assemble the gifts. Like someone gets a someone gets a, a bike. Or, you know, sent to them in the mails. They get things sent to them, and they have to be assembled. <laughs> really? And people... People can't follow instructions. Well, imagine you get a TV, you know? Yeah. What There's if people no that don't know what the fuck they're what doing. What if you have no tools in the house? Right. I suppose yeah. I, that's... Yeah. Like, mm. I got a barbecue grill. I got no tools. Now what? Call Taskmaster. Mm. 
There's some of those girls. They come in. They come um, with their oh, and the in the bracket. I guess, well, how do you know it's going to fit your TV or you're going to have the right screws to go into the, because I saw the holes in the back. I said, is it universal, you know, or something like <laughs> that, depth and all that stuff? No, they come up with a little roll of um, uh, like 12 bubble, different sets of yeah, screws. Yeah, bubble wrap with all the different screws yeah. and washers and everything, yeah. Yeah, all 12 different sets. Now I got to go and take a look. I tried this one, and they say, and they show you, they don't, they show you a little diagram of how much, how far it should be poking out of it, and and how with the washer, and they give you spacers and shit like that. This non-instructions where they don't give you words, just pictures. Just well, pictures. you know, to like IKEA previous uh, <laughs> podcasts that we had. I mean, that's a new market for certain people. That's what they're women <laughs> instead of. Washing your boat and taking care of you as well. I come install your TV and take oh, they, care that's of what you I'm saying. They have apps for in that a, in a bikini. <laughs> yeah, they have. Yep. Oh, that's <laughs> yes. And then stick around for dinner. Exactly. And some champagne. Ha, la 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 la. And some whipped cream and ice cream. <laughs> well, um, it used to be the Geek Squad used to have to come in and set up your computer. I'm ready for my close-up, right? Mr. Yeah, Giddell. but like the Geek Squad, they just need to have like you don't hot know what, geeks. You don't know who doesn't know if you have a laptop and you have a Bluetooth, um, a wireless hookup to your printer. That the market is getting smaller and smaller for people that can't do it, right? Even Bluetooth and wireless printers are coming with the original cable, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Well, I haven't used cable for yeah, that pretty, in a while. It, it's pretty uh, straightforward uh, stuff when you get yeah. a Bluetooth printer. It marries up. Yeah. Yeah. You turn on the laptop. But they, they give you the laptop, old they give you cables the, just in case you want to go that Most of the software route, is right. loaded onto it, and then you can load on any specialty software. I don't, I don't, I don't you think download I have it. cable on my printer. They have plug and play with <laughs> everything now. Yeah. Just, just the 120 that's it. But when you we order a Dell, you get it with all the, the, the software you need and stuff. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, but a plug that and sucks play, for Geek Squad, right? Let's say you have a Dell and you buy an HP printer. You can plug it in. If Dell has the plug and play, it automatically goes online and downloads the app for that specific printer. Yep. So, I mean, it's not right. that hard. Oh, it's not that hard. Um, I, I have an HP printer, and it works for it works with my Motorola phones. It works with the yeah. uh, iPhone. Yeah. It works with my Dell Laptop. Mm -hmm. You have a Motorola phone. Yeah, it's a flip phone. I haven't seen those for years. I I know they just came out with new ones. Smartphone. Android. Android. Still has a T3 texting. But it's Motorola. So he has to hit one three times to get C. You know what? You know what? How much does your insurance cost? Most of your guys' insurance is more than this phone cost me. Our insurance is twenty something dollars a phone. Okay, that's uh, 480 a year. I spent 140 bucks for this phone. If this phone breaks today, <laughs> I just go online and order the next newer one. <laughs> and you know what? But it who's has 95% AT&T. AT&T. I'm not advertising for them, by the way. but 95%. <laughs> I just buy them. I don't do that. Uh, I don't, I, I'm not going to spend uh, 200 bucks for a phone. Right. And I'm not going to spend $25 a month for it. There's, it show me a feature that because Google Assistant works for me. I don't need Siri. <laughs> it turns on. Siri. I went up there. I listened to Siri. Siri. It's all of a sudden, it's all of a sudden uh, Tom Cruise's Siri. kid. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, is that her name? Surrey, I think. Surrey. Isn't it? Yep. Or slurry. <laughs> Depends when she drinks. Oh, that she's a baby. Say, can we uh, change it to where she understands? Like it's Tom Cruise's daughter. Tones. You don't think she drinks? <laughs> oh, like that's nine. it. Yeah, they they named her before. Well, that was Surrey, not Siri. Who gives a fuck? It's close enough, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's close enough. Hey, listen, we're gonna take. Oh no, we're not gonna take. Well, a there's break. no break. Fuck. Why you gotta take I a break? I forgot to go. Okay, you listen, we're gonna take a little, do a little commercial then. Okay. Listen, if uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you are down here in the Florida Keys and find yourself in the vicinity of Mile Marker 102 Oceanside, come to the Catch Restaurant and Bar in Key Largo. It's open from 11 to 10 every day with happy hour 3:30 to 5:30 Monday through Friday with happy hour drinks, happy hour food. We got uh, daily specials, live entertainment on Friday and Saturday, and on Monday nights, what? Martini Mondays. From just, just please be considerate. Don't show up at 9.50 and be 10 o'clock Tommy. Show up a little bit before. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, listen. We're in a place. If you come in and you just, you know, especially. They will stay open. We, will take, we will take care of you. Um, yeah, there's a lot of places you can go down to. It's family owned and. Uh, awesome. Yep. But, you know, Revo closes at 6. If you come in at quarter to 6 and you want a jet ski, just come back tomorrow. Because <laughs> that's rude. But anyway. <laughs> Yeah, you're no, not I, 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 I'm not a bar. Yeah. So but you're very accommodating. You cook your catch and everything. And there's a lot of, uh, that's where all the locals go to uh, have do, food do. and drink. Yep. And uh, uh, and then you get the best bartender in the Keys. Uh, yep. And if not, then I'll be there. And, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll look, yep. And uh, we're always happy to see you. And uh, we, uh, the catch, uh, the uh, owners and the crew there wish you a uh, Merry Christmas and a Happy and a New Year. Happy Hanukkah and uh, Happy, happy Hanukkah. Kwanzaa I forgot that. And Happy Holidays. Diwali was uh, already and this year. Ramadan. Ramadan. And, okay. And, 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 yeah, yeah, I know. You're not, a, you're not a very religious person. I'm and, you're not a very religious you're person. What do you, what's your <laughs> What's your routine on Christmas? You. What's that? You and Tyler. A Latino Christmas. What did you say? A Latino. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's a Puerto Rican Christmas uh, like? Christmas morning? Oh, well, come on. You're, Ara- you're, you're Lebanese or Puerto uh, Rican. You know, we <laughs> wake up. <laughs> we, we have our mm. coffee and Baileys or we have our Bloody Mary. We sit back, relax. Coffee and Baileys. You know, and uh, you ever try with sometime throughout the day, yes. Papa and Damon and everybody else start showing up and we start cooking. Yeah. Tell lots, us what's, what's lots of cooking. Our, 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 our baby kids will be down here for this one. Yep. Oh, well, our baby kids will be down here for New Year's. Yeah, New Year's. But um, even if they were here, you know. We will have d- um, My baby Papa's, kid will be here. Papa's baby kid and her baby kid and her baby daddy. <laughs> and we, we will be celebrating Christmas yeah. with them. But so that will be fabulous. And, and yes. And maybe some champagne that we still have in the fridge from yes. Thanksgiving that we haven't opened. Yeah, I'm not a big champagne guy. So what I got, a, I, got, uh, I got the Martinelli's sparkling cider oh i have yeah, we some, got of the, some of that yeah. still too well yeah. i think they have the yeah it's like the alcohol free whatever yeah. sparkling grape juice but you know i like that stuff that is tasty. it is tasty I, like that. I know me too i used to have that when i was little my mom would pour me a glass hey, of that what, we, what, what did we decide to to, to cook you, you spiral have, ham and uh, roast beef spiral ham and roast beef and you said that we were possibly doing um another Roast beef, I believe. And t- turkey when the kids are here. That's uh, the following week. Right, because over New Year's we will have uh, the twin boys and their girlfriends. Oh, 
and yeah, we'll, we'll do it. And one of their girlfriends has never seen a deep fried turkey in real life and never tasted it either. Poor really? girl, she's yeah. Canadian. She's, she's a Canadian. Canuck. She's a Canadian. Hi, Sasha. Oh, that's gonna be nice. <laughs> Hello, Sasha. Um, so, uh, yeah, my girls. Uh, Abby says she might want to go to marathon to the beach that day. I love. It's funny. I'm a home on Christmas Day. Yeah, well, it's a good day to do stuff like that. Yeah, we I did it. We did it on New Year's Eve. I mean, New Year's Day. Uh, so I I wanted to cook, and then I realized, wait a second, I could do the 26th yeah. if I have to. Because she, and then I said, well, I'll do Christmas Eve because I'm off on Christmas Eve. And you know what she said? No meat on Christmas Eve. Ah. Uh. Yeah, it's Polish fish. Oi. It's oh. not my thing. You know? Feast of the seven fishes. I'm a me- It's funny. I hate it. That's Italian. Oh, and Paul, it's uh, Catholic countries. Yeah, yeah, I Catholic know, countries. They do the fish. And you don't even want to talk about I mean, what seven fishes they eat. I was totally really? raised like Catholic, what? and I don't remember fish. Oh, uh, what is those? Any, from sardines to what is it? Herring to oh, like smelt, smelt, smelts, not smelt, smelt. Well, well, I smelled it. You're, you're, <laughs> unless you're Yiddish, <laughs> I guess it was smelt. I smelt those. Shmelt. I went over a friend's house sh- where they had they they go like this. <laughs> Do you want to stay over for dinner? Sure. I said, well, okay. I go, what's for dinner? And they go, macaroni, cheese, and smelt. And they go, oh. And oh, and I got this what? little fish. And I go, oh, good Jesus Christ. Like sardines. I, I'm in college. I I was in my 20s. I go, I used to eat the small fish, but they were alive when I ate them. <laughs> and I go, you, know, you just swallow them. It's just like, it's not something you just, boy, that's, that herring. The oh, cream herring no. and uh, uh, pickled herring. I like pickled herring. herring. Yeah. yeah. No, maybe I have to try it a little. Was, uh, maybe I have to try it again. It was a big Jewish. I like I like gefilte oh, fish. Gefilte, you like gefilte fish? Yeah. I like gefilte. I love white I fish. Like I love the white fish and uh, the white fish is all right. Smoke the smoked white fish. Yeah. Yeah. No, I liked it. If I see gefilte, if I see gefilte in a jar, I I'm repulsed. Just the odor. I know. It's weird, you know. Grow up, you grow up in those old cities up north, and uh, they got the, the 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 real blend of you know. You get the Polish, German, um, Jewish does, food. It's it it's great. It I mean, I love. I I'll tell you for me, and I have some German ancestors, but we never ate that much German food. I love that is the most Christmassy type of food. Pressed. You know, for me. That just it feels food? it. Just a German. Whenever like my father would take our grand, my, my father and I would take, uh, when I was in college, we'd take my uh, grandmother's shop in this place in uh, this mall north of Philadelphia. And it, they had this uh, this chain re- restaurant called Mr. Dunderbox uh, or something like that. Dunderbox? Meister Dunderbox or something like that. Or Yeah, German beer, Browers and something like that. Sitting, and then a couple years later, I went to this Hofbrau house. He's like going there. Mm-hmm. And then an Austrian village in uh, northeast Philadelphia. He likes and the it just, No, it's just the way they were decorated and the way everyone dressed. It seemed kind of Christmassy during Christmas. More so than... Yeah. Oh, the Italian restaurant could seem very Christmassy too. Very rarely well, does the, an Irish bar what look what very Christmassy. What do they wear? The knickers? The, what are they called? The Lederhosen. 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 Yeah. That's very 
Christmassy. It, yeah, are. that's what I'm saying. The lederhosen. Yeah. And no, it's not really Christmassy. No, at but all, if you wore like you well, know, the Polish, red the Polish, the mountain people, they wear the lederhosen upside down though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they wear the big puffy shirts and all that stuff, and and it does kind of, it does seem Christmassy too. It's like the Greeks. Yeah. You know the Greek traditional costume when they dance and around, and mm. it's very festive. The, the it's that Mediterranean European. Yep. It's all about yeah. It does kind of get uh, together, blend. eat a lot, drink a lot, dance a lot, talk louder as the night goes well, on. I, I'm it's still a good time. I'm still waiting uh, for Jenna to make me some baklava. Baklava. But that's not very Christmassy. That's no. just a standard Mediterranean. But, it's dessert, but if but you pop baklava out during Christmas to someone who isn't used to it, yeah, they might. You can say that's that's Christmas. So mom the other day told me about a podcast that she listened to, because um, now you have her addicted to podcasts. She doesn't even listen to, like, regular radio anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and she <laughs> sent me the link for this one, and she kept calling it wrong. She kept calling it Krumpass. Krumpass. Like oh, Krampus. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, you mean it's called, Is that it's German? Krumpus. It's Krumpus. Krumpus. Not, not Krumpass, mm-hmm. but mom, I had to correct yeah. her. But, it, you know, the, the Krumpus knocked ball. They were advertising for this uh, for last week in Ground Zero Nightclub in Minneapolis. And um, Krampus is... The what what happens to the bad kids? Well, the, what in, was the guy's name? It was, it was who was the guy's name? That so was the like, guy. Krampus is the name of the guy. Well, and it was little Peter. horror film about him right, too. But little little Peter was the one. His buddy, the, the uh, Black Peter. <laughs> yeah, Black yeah. Peter so was his sidekick. Those are, and they come and beat you with. They a stick. beat the bad kids. So if you're not on Saint Nicholas's good kid list, then Krampus comes and beats you so it's <laughs> with like, his sidekick. It's like purgatory for the shitheads. You know, shithead yeah, they purgatory. don't take, leave it. To, leave it to religion or. Don't want to do it to, to be right. punitive. Exactly. To, you know, uh, well, Santa Claus is, you know, when especially <laughs> there's no bright you know, side. Santa Claus to is Dante's coming to town, Inferno. and he goes, he's <laughs> looking at the list, uh, and it was Mickey Rooney was the voice, and he's looking at the list, and he goes, checking the names as well. They, he was good. She was good. She was good. He was good. And he goes, uh, he takes the list. He goes, they're all good. And he threw it away. <laughs> he was like, how am I not going to do that to someone? Um, my my daughter was still kind of playing. She will say, oh, okay. Uh, you were saying Santa last year, but you were, you don't believe in Santa. You're just doing that to milk more gifts out of us. And she goes, um, yeah, so I still believe in Santa. <laughs> and I go, yeah, but you Oh yeah, I, I really. But she she goes. I'll get my picture taken. She goes like this. I'll get my picture taken with Santa if that's what it takes. I go wow, you're just playing it. All the way, no shame, no shame. What like milking the system? Go to church. Yeah, I'll go you to think? church. I gotta I gotta be seen. I don't believe. Did you go to church today? Yes, I went to. Church. Yeah. I'm a good person. <laughs> what was that one? <laughs> I'll make up a story for you. You make up any story? story. Why not? It's fun. Story? I can just... make up better stories than the ones. Yeah, I there was a farmer who had two cows. And one cow gave a lot of milk, and one gave a little milk. So one <laughs> day he killed the little. He killed cream. the one and ate the one that gave the little milk. The moral to the story: give a lot of milk <laughs> if you want to live. That's it. Yeah, just gospel makes, according to Jim. There just, you go. Just makes me think of a. Uh, 
What is that? What is that movie called with uh, Leo in it? <clears throat> Catch me if you can. Yeah. It is in the, there was two little mice in a bucket of cream. Oh, God. <laughs> remember that? Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, but but only the way Christopher Walken right. can tell it. There's there's two little mice My. in a bucket of cream. <laughs> <laughs> that poor little mouse tried so hard to get out. That was a great movie. Yep. <laughs> uh, it was so sad, though, when you think about the... It's pathetic. Uh, pathetic. Well, what, for, it, on two levels. He catches his mom humping some dude. Well, the Christopher Walken wife, he, he, like, this real sharp guy in the beginning, Christopher Walken, and he goes a slow, d- steady demise, loses his wife. The wife well, runs off the with the... Well, the IRS came after him. Wait, yeah, leaves with a mayor of the town or whatever yep. or something. And then... He comes home and he sees his mom moved on with a new family and all that stuff. That's. But he yeah. loved his dad. He never lost hope in his dad. Oh. Nope, nope, nope. Just wanted to keep proving to his dad that he was a good boy. Yeah. And successful. Mm-hmm. Where are you going to now? He's very successful. I never, <laughs> that, you know, move off that. I, I, I said that was a great subject to talk about, though. You always think about people then when they have their second families and stuff like that. When they leave their first family. Mm-hmm. You know? You know those Christmas crazy people? stories. I know. And they go and do it. And they go and they, uh, the moms just abandon their families. Or the father just, the, just the, take the, off. The, or the two that have two lives. Right. Yeah. Two families. And you go and sit down and go, oh, yeah. There was a movie in the 50s. The Fabulous Miss. Was it the fabulous Mr. Uh, Amazing Mr. Pennypacker or something like that? You're yeah, and it was New York and Philly, and he, he's a <laughs> traveling salesman. He's going back and forth, has two families. Yeah. Guys are... Ow. I so mean, crazy. I would imagine that's really kind of well, truckers and pilots and... Yeah, oh, no. uh, pilots. Mm. Well, you told me about that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, someone you know. Yep. Um, Not necessarily a second family, really, but... You know, because of the you got to really you got to really I know it's not a really Christmas themed thing to talk about, but to be able to do that. Can you imagine though? Then you got to pay for two fucking Christmases if you got second. Jenna, I'm saying to be able to go in a state of mind and look (laughs) at someone. Worried about you worried about paying for Christmas? Yeah, I'm talking about like looking at someone in your face and saying, "Hey, (laughs) baby, I really love you" and stuff like that, and be able to save it to the same other person with the same amount of passion. And then, but how are you going to keep them all in your insurance? Without them finding out. Well, nowadays, out. that's <laughs> the old days. You I'd just, like the family plan, the, but the I have way, multiple. The old days, Jenna, you got it. You need yeah. a, 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 a appendicitis. <laughs> you bring over two chickens, and then you're there. Or a baklava. Here's a baklava. Can you remove my tooth? Can I please have the Mormon HMO? Yes. So that I can provide for all six of my kids. Yes, Mrs. Kelly. Which husband would this be? Yeah. Number one, number two, or number three? number three? The one I like. Well, which one is that? <laughs> is this the concubine insurance policy or yeah. is this the, the spouse? Is this the, is this the mistress policy? Yeah. See, that's oh, a Christmas I'll put subject, you up, isn't I'll put it? you up what? in a good hotel. Wives, whores, concubines? Sure it is. Why, why not I wonder, I wonder what that's like what a Christmas is like at a massage parlor. Or a chicken ranch. Oh, you or get something big like Merry Christmas at Massage oh. Parlor. You know? oh. We have big present for you at the end. Oh, today well, is not $10. Only I think the guy has a small $8. present. It's a, it certainly would be a small package, probably. <laughs> uh, what do you get the concubine you, for Christmas? 
Because he didn't get to hang Who out with her. Who has anymore? I don't know. What are you, like a, a 16th century uh, Chinese what, emperor? That's what <laughs> Papa said. Okay, what do you get the mistress for Christmas? Because he ain't hanging out with a her. A concubine is <laughs> an official role. Right. It's, it's, a, it's an honored. It's an, a concubine. It's like the royal. It's one step down for the, the royal from a royal washer. consort. No, the penis washer was uh, <laughs> coming to America. Coming to America. Shall the royal I wash penis your balls? Is clean, sir. <laughs> the royal penis is clean. <laughs> Boy, man, Jesus Christ, we uh, women have come a long way. <laughs> where that was acceptable to say in the movie. Hey, this will be funny. We'll throw that in there. Yeah, you I mean, people really didn't think about it when you you think long and hard. Yeah. No pun intended. No pun intended. Yeah, just some of the some of the things. I think Jim needs a cock cake. A cock cake. Yeah. Or a cock ice cube. Yes, true. Well, you got one. Yeah. Okay. I'm drinking a beer. Why would I want? Have you made the? Have you made the? No, not the fucking cookies. No, I have to make. Hey, do you have an icy? Icy? Yeah, that. Uh, the Jello, uh, oh, I we do got have Jello, Jello shots. shots in the fridge. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. do an hour today, so yeah. Well, you, you th- you're welcome so to Jello shots. When we were talking about the uh, the two mice and the cream, I had to re-listen to the skit, and I forgot how actually funny it was. Right? The two little mice and the yeah. bucket of cream. Yeah, Indeed. but you do you do the best. No, I don't. Impression. No, you do it better because I just listened to this one. And it's like he doesn't have the full blown. Oh, accent. you didn't listen to the real one? No, this is it. Okay. Yeah, no, it's pretty cool. Fell in a bucket of cream. The first mouse quickly gave up and drowned. The second mouse wouldn't quit. He struggled so hard that eventually he turned that cream into butter and crawled out. Gentlemen, as of this moment, I am that second mouse. <laughs> second mouse. I am that what second he, mouse. What's he, who's he telling he this was, joke? He was doing a, an award ceremony. Yeah, oh. and he was like honored for some businessman of the year yeah. thing or yeah. something. And, but yeah. Oh, then the IRS and took Leo's him out. Yeah, and the IRS took him out. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And he owned a stationery store. That's right. That's how his son learned how to wash checks yep. and do all the shit that he would steal the labels off of everything and then use the label. Oh, that was my favorite. Order the, the uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, the high end paper, the, the thicker American paper. Airlines. Pan Am. Yeah, Pan Am. Pan Am, where yeah. he would take the Pan novelty. He would buy the novelty planes, the off of it. soak them in the bathtub <laughs> until the labels came off, and then reuse the labels and put them on the checks. Frank so, Abagnale. Abagnale. Not Abagnale. Not Abagnale. And then what's Abignale. the name of the guy? And he pretended, pretended to be the French teacher because his mom was from France, from uh, Mont Richard. Remember? So his mom was French. So we he watched this French. like a couple weeks and ago. And he literally went in to school, a, a new school, wearing his old school uniform when he used to go to a nice school. And he didn't know what to do. So he went all of a sudden had to get taken out. You know, parents are splitting up, doing whatever. And then he's <laughs> the wearing, his, pub- he's wearing his private school uniform. So he looks like a fucking teacher. And he walks into oh, the class. The yeah. Catch me if you can. Catch me if you oh, can. Oh, when he goes to the public school? Yeah. yeah. And he walks into the class, and somebody's like, yeah, you look like a substitute teacher. And he walks up to the board and takes over and starts teaching the French, <laughs> French class. Abignale. Not Abignale. And then they were like, yeah, and then the principal takes the parents in the office like two weeks later, and they're like, um, your son has been planning a field trip. <laughs> you know, like, there's this a problem. <laughs> 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 yep. Pretty awesome. 
which was actually based on a true Agent's story. first name was, was it Frank? No, the Frank Ab- Abagnale was the kid. The, yeah. The agent was uh, oh, Han Ratty. Han Ratty. Han Ratty. Oh, a- knock, agent. knock. Yeah. Who's there? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I think that one. Yep. That was the joke Han there. Ratty. That was the, that was definitely a New Jersey one. You want to hear a joke? You wanna, yeah, I want to hear a joke. Okay, I got a joke for you. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Um, the, uh, the, we have our Christmas party coming up uh, this mm. weekend. Oh, your catch the catch always, Christmas party. I always, uh, God, I think it's fifty-fifty. How, when I was younger, how I mean, I usually get inebriated or destroyed when I was younger. Nowadays, it's just if I'm I'm lucky to get it to I'll get to ten thirty. Yeah, it's sad. It's a sad state of affair. I mean. <laughs> I used to be, I mean, I guess I used to be able to sleep till nine. So you're able to stay up till two. We, at the catering hall, what we worked at, I mentioned before, we, they give us the keys and we start, we had a DJ playing and we'd go, uh, till five, six in the morning. Yikes. Easy. I can't. Five, six no in the morning. Way. Those I, days so are like, long. It was, uh, you know what? That was the guy that went to the Polish wedding. I would have been able to like, you just got to get up and dance and talk to the girls and stuff. But when you're when you're not dancing and you're not running around talking to people and stuff like that, you're just drinking. Yeah, the lazy kicks in. You're like, fuck it. Oh, I'm just drinking. And yeah, you're just watching you know, the minutes. I, I got a by. text message from a coworker last night, like yeah. 9:30, who was barking at me this morning about not answering him. And I was like, I was in bed. He was like, Who's in bed at 9:30? I'm like, Me. <laughs> Only at 9:30. Yeah, it was like 9:30. What the fuck? I know, but I was tired. Why are they calling you at nine thirty? Oh, he texted me for he wanted the link for um, the Everglades boater safety class. Life and death shit. Huh? I know, right? Hey, I don't even you know can, who that you is, but you know what? Oh, you can go fuck himself. Yeah, well, you would say that to him. I would. When, uh, yeah. Whenever anybody tries to um, th- th- expecting you to answer the phone, you know, yeah. unless you're um, unless you're on call. Look, man. If you're gonna call, if you're unless you're on call, if your your job, if your job is on call and you get paid, yeah, yeah, to yeah, be yeah. on call, or you were hired on the office, you know, be on call. You're yeah. the, the only sheriff in town in Dodge, and do you the, ever find yourself judging people by how late they text you, or send you a message? Like I've listed at our other house. If a girl does, I'm going. Oh, I'm like, getting late. What's up? <laughs> Hey, I listed our other house old for day, rent. Old text. I'm sorry. That was a. And that wasn't. Was, I have a, the current. When they called me, when I got a call from a girl. At like two a.m. After nine thirty. Yeah, you know that's like a. Booty after nine thirty, and I hear her voice, and she's not a relative, or, or something like that. I go, oh, okay, game on. Yeah, you're just out to get them. Yeah, let's go. But I had um our other house is uh, the the tenant the current renter is leaving to mm-hmm. take a new job and relocate. So I had relisted the house for rent, and I had somebody send me a private message because, of course, you don't put your phone number out there. You know, you just say, okay, send me a PM if you're interested in looking at the house. And I get a message at 2 a.m. Of course, I didn't see it until the next morning. But 2 a.m.? You're going to send somebody a message at 2 a.m. and inquire about the house. What are you doing up at 2 a.m.? Yeah, it's a little odd. So I felt myself judging this person. 2 a.m.? That sparked a, um, a new scam, another scam down here. Uh, 
people were renting houses down here. Yeah. Um, on uh, Craigslist. Yes. Holy shit. Yeah. People, to, um, uh, a friend they... of ours put, a, oh, you know who I'm talking I know about? exactly who you're talking their, about. Their kid gave 15, uh, sent 14 or 15. Could you grab me a beer? One of those. Uh, $1,400. $1,400. To for a deposit to rent this house yeah. for a vacation rental for oh, like a week. Oh, and I think I want to know if and, want them. Thank you. And that house is not for rent. Well, they meet them at the gate and say, "Yeah, this is the house." No, no, no. They they have them PayPal them the money ahead of time. How do they get pictures reserve, of it and all that? Because they're all on Zillow. Oh, the all houses, those houses are, are sale. No, if they've been for sale or in the last three, four, or five years. All of the the pictures of the house, like this house, is on the market, so the, you could easily look up this exact that is address. A genius scam. And what they but do the is gives a fourteen hundred dollar deposit for something they haven't been this look because at. they're coming here for a vacation. They can't come here first. Look no, at the house. this one was not that the fourteen hundred dollars wasn't no, no, the, for a the vacation. Prof, I think the question right. is why would you go to Craigslist when you should be going to a licensed real estate broker or even. Or a rent, Airbnb, right? Right. They, if you go through Airbnb, and it doesn't, they're going to set, they're going to take care of you. They're right. going to find a place for you to stay, right? If but someone Craigslist is the cheaper way to go, in quotes. So therefore, people are like, you know, now they have to add to their disclaimer. Like, if you don't see that this is, this house is being listed at, by, you know, a, a licensed real estate agent, for people go to Craigslist for that. People go to Craigslist for vacation rentals. Shady. Yeah, and that, that would so, be problem, and these people PayPal. That's like wait. going to a roadside tattoo artist. No, but I will tell you though, PayPal is really good about. How about, how about your a dentist? Back. How about a yeah. dentist that works out of a U-Haul center? Right. Yeah, it's a little, right. it's, yeah, it's a little right. disturbing. Okay. Yeah. But You're right. there was a, a house uh, two blocks away that was listed on. Um, I don't. It was not Airbnb, but it was some something else for a vacation rental. Vacation rental by owner, VRBO, something like that. Mm-hmm. That house was not VRBO. They yeah, were... vacation rental by owner, and it was listed on something like that. When the previous well, VRBO owners... has to verify that then. But that house was on the market. They put their information in as if they were the person's name on the taxes, because that's public record. And then was you know advertising it for vacation rentals, and trying to accept money and deposits for it. Imagine, but you know, imagine think about wait, it, like, I mean, uh, it's all the, through email. How about a, yeah. a third level scam where you are a person that owns one of those? You get someone to say, hey, listen, can you post it? Make up the information. Do it from your whatever site. Right. Collect the money. Give me half. You keep the other half. Right. Do this. I mean, just I'll get there's, pictures of it. I'll pretend that I'm selling my house in order to make payment. Or if you're under foreclosure. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's another Knock thing that's been going those. on. Knock, yeah. And then there's a lot of houses that are in pre foreclosure. Right. That the sheriff sale hasn't happened yet. And they're all and the people are still Zillow. in there squatting. Yeah. And then they'll rent it out, rent it out, rent it out, and they'll make money by renting out these houses. We have a pre foreclosure on the next on block here. Yep, we do. Yeah. And what is a pre foreclosure? It's prior to sheriff sale. So the notice have been the notice has been posted, yeah. but nobody has been ordered to right. vacate as of yet. Is it a notice with intent to foreclose from the bank? Yes. Right? Yeah. It's so, just like an eviction. It takes 60 to 90 days, if not more. Oh, more. Six months. Yeah. Oh, it takes it, six it months takes to get a while. Especially yeah. if you can prove that somebody is living there. Then they that per, that those people have squatter rights. 
and they can claim that they rented it legally, that um, they you have every right to be here. It's online. It's yeah. I mean, you make up your own crap. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty nasty. My sister had a squatter. It took her two years to get the squatter out of her house. Two years. Two years. Yes. You almost have to hire like thugs to go in. Throw all the stuff on the curb. Yep. Change the locks. Yep. Then you don't have to let them back in, and they have no but, recourse but, to get back in well, the house. But they can call the police, and if they've ever had one piece of mail ever sent to that house that has their name on it with that address on it, yep. then they can prove that they have established residency there, and the cops will let them back in. Shitty. Yep. I'd be stealing mail. So, well, what you have to do is you have to stop all mail and get a post office right. box. It, it, I had to go through the whole process and help my sister with it. Wow, two years. Two years. My, it was what, a, a co-worker. She had a co-worker who I believe was going through a divorce, had two little kids, um, needed a temporary place to stay. My sister let her and her two kids stay there. And it turned into, from th- it was supposed to be for three weeks until she could get, get something else, and it turned into two, two and a half years. And it took a long time. And this, oh, she never paid and this woman had a problem with um, she never drugs. She paid rent? Or, um, or with the law constantly being arrested. One of her, one of her vehicles. How about <clears> utilities like a, and stuff like that? What have? The, my utilities. My sister still lived there. Like my sister, it was my. It's, it is still to this day my sister's house. All oh, the she was in the are, house with her. Yeah, because my sister let her stay for uh, three weeks. Uh-huh. And to being like two years before we could get her out. We had to post notices, follow every, and every county is different. So, and this was, you know, in, in Minnesota. So, we had to deal with Hennepin County laws, squatter rules, things like that. You can't put someone out if it's too cold, because then they'll freeze to death. There's all kinds of crap. Like, two also up and she there. she stayed in the house. She stayed there. How did your sister interact she, with oh, her? It was difficult. It was just, like, horrible for her to even exist. She would come home every day. Her house was trashed. These rotten kids were running everywhere. Like, you know, the mom would be gone. The mom would leave. And she leave would the put kids the kids there. to bed, yeah. and then leave in the middle of the night to go out partying. So, Nanu, my sister would wake up at like four o'clock in the morning. There's two little kids there. Have to take care of them. How about child services? We have tried that too, but no. because they were in the system, um, with assistance and whatnot. Then the benefit is always goes to the child. Well, then the, the system would say, well, it looks to us like it would be better off for the children to stay in the house with you instead of being removed. So then they advocate for the squatters to stay there. Like it's it's t- the, the way that the system works is just ridiculous. Wow. But it took a long time. It actually took um, to the point where this woman got arrested for, I believe it was a third or fourth drug charge. Yeah. And had gotten stopped while um, delivering <laughs> pizza. Deli- no, delivering Chinese food yep. with a, without a valid license and with a va- uh, warrant out and was stopped for either like, I, I can't remember the details, but it was either uh, that the person was stopped for either like running a stop sign or having like a light out and then got yeah. arrested and then another Christmas miracle. Right? What can I say? Yeah. Well, it was great. <laughs> what a great Christmas story. She after after this person was incarcerated <laughs> I know, I, for long enough. I indulged enough, it. I indulged it. So you know, after that per- person was incarcerated for long enough, there was that. Then there was the time to remove everything. Yeah. And then well, you know, at this time of year though, it, if um, up north. And I saw, I have a friend uh, in Laramie, Wyoming. It was five degrees. 
Ooh. I can't imagine. I, I know there's homeless people up there. Yeah, but uh, I not don't understand sorry. why. Down here, though. You could be homeless down here and no problem. It's like this. You well, you're not going to freeze to death down here. Not at but, all. But you will get eaten by get mosquitoes mildew. and mildew. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Mosquitoes, mildew, and and shit. No seams. The high dew point and all that shit. Funny you should mention homeless because every year I give to Camilla's house during Christmas. So literally oh. an hour before I came here. Where's I, Camilla's house? Down. It's uh, downtown. Miami. Uh, Miami, and uh, they have a lot of outreaches they have training programs they have a culinary school they do anything they can to retrain the homeless to put them into jobs yeah. shelters thank you it's a wonderful outreach it's actually run by the catholic church uh they do a fantastic job and it's of awesome. course then they have they, they feed the homeless they make sure that they're clothed and they're not forgotten mm -hmm. um it's actually a pretty and and most important as far as i'm concerned what it has a 97 or a 98 percentage uh approval rate for those for to get rehomed no right um that they, they take very little money for administrative costs oh. so their rating amongst charities is at the top oh, oh that's amazing oh efficiency wise yeah yes well and re reinvestment wise it, yes most of there's the money not a goes CEO. right back into the people right. they're helping yeah it's not well, like a CEO I mean, in well, the corner well, taking well, money well, no the, 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 the priests are getting paid whatever the uh, the, the right. archdiocese pays yep. them, and so well, that's pretty good. There is a place it in Minneapolis called Sharing and Caring Hands, and it's operated by uh, Mary Jo Copeland. And I went to school with um, many of her kids, and so did my sister. She had, I believe, she has. Oh, I'd have to ask my sister, but I believe she has like nine to twelve children, uh -huh. and varying varying ages. But I mean, the amazing work that she does for the homeless. She has, owns a um, um, like a like a food shelf. And she helps them with their food. She has a, a soup line. Oh, she has else. a pantry. She does, like but it. it's it's amazing. It's a big facility, and yeah. it's like right as you enter downtown Minneapolis, and she has lines and lines of people. And it's one of those really cool places. It's like you can go to volunteer there, and most of them I found when I volunteered there uh -huh. were the veterans, veterans. Yeah, there's an awful lot of homeless veterans. Yeah, yeah. But there is. A, I I read an article. Um, yesterday, that New Orleans has got a huge rehoming program going on, and a lot of these homeless veterans are being Re helped. What's rehoming? Um, like taking them from being homeless and being homed, right? So, like helping. They find you like a bag or a job or something like well, that to where you can pay yeah. minimum, a minimum and of an apartment. But and they're they living take care of the in rest. like nice, like like nice. <sighs> facilities yeah. they're not living in these old nasty brick buildings with like shit yeah. falling apart like it, it's cool because they're taking um they're starting off with therapy for the, the homeless veterans and then they um you got to reintroduce them to civilization at a that little point. bit because they lose track and then they give them real small amounts of responsibility at first mm -hmm. and then they just kind of help guide them every step of the way and they yeah. also do a lot of mental health so, like, the um. organization probably covers 75% of the cost for those housings, and then they give them small little jobs that they make right. minimal money very, and, very, and yeah. reintroduce yeah, them you, you, to you society. Gotta, you know you what? When start it comes to, um, the thing a lot of people don't talk about with the veterans is that um, you get a guy coming in, going into service at 17, 18 years old, and they could spend anywhere from four to 20-something years, right. 30 years, 
and they can live on base, have all their medical needs taken care of and things like that. And and as well they should because of the commitment they made. Right. But they don't know the true society. And then when you go out, when you go out and they're not they're not ready. It's just like a kid it's like a kid moving out of high school and going out and their parents cook for them and did everything. But by the time they come out now they have, you know, some PTSD or some some mental health multiple things. But you're in a service, well. and just think of separation from service. Right. Yeah. They need to be Your life is regimented. Your life is regimented from the time you wake up. You wake up. You do work. You, you do work. You do this, this time. Go blah, and hang blah, out. Blah. You have your support system. You have your friends. You got your guys in your platoon yep. or your shipmates or your crew in the Air Force, whatever. And you that's that's your support group. And then um, but. there's guys. There's other guys, though. They live off base. I have a friend, his name's also uh, Tyler. He's married to uh, a beautiful girl, uh, Tyler Miss. He just recently got married. Um, well, they got married earlier, but they had a, their church wedding recently, and they live down in uh, Almorada now. Huh. And he's out. He's He lives in a house. He's doing that stuff. I mean, he has a thing. So you, you can have uh, – he's in the Coast Guard, I, I, I realize – there's PTSD. There's a multiple things that happen right, when yeah. you're when you go into the service. There are people. There's during World War II, there were guys that had families. They drafted up to 35. Yeah, that was old. Yeah, there were uh, there were older guys serving in World War II, and um, they had families and they knew when they went in, they had to, they drafted civilians. When I say civilians, guys that's been um, adults for years. Yep. And they had to go and break them down and get them into the d- doing all this stuff. And they right. came back and they had family to come back to. There were some guys that had PTSD because they served, they uh, did some horrible things. Um, did some they saw some horrible, saw things. Some horrible things. And, uh, and uh, especially in the Pacific Theater, yes, the island hopping and all that stuff. And they came back and they didn't really treat it well. Right. They, uh, you know, I mean, just think of the story of Patton when he ran into one of his soldiers. That was in an aid station, and he says, "What are you hearing?" So I just, you know, what, what's your injury, son? Uh, I don't have. I just can't take it. That happens. That happens with some people. They don't. They don't do well under pressure. At this they moment in time, we have to speak a little louder. What? Just forewarning you. Oh, our the, oh, name, the, the guys yeah, are coming the, back. The fucks are here. They're not. You know what? The <laughs> nice thing about it, it's not gonna, it's not gonna pick up as much. It'll <laughs> show up as, it'll show up as light background music, and we're at yeah. one hour, but one minute. And like we were saying, even the simple things. All right, you're, you've been in the service for mm-hmm. 10, 15, 20 years. You have your time frames. You wake up, you, you get ready. You have your barracks check. You go. You have your slop and. You go out and you do your runs and everything. Yeah, you never make breakfast. They for don't yourself. know anything right. about making breakfast. You don't going grocery shopping go, right. and spending sometimes money. To spending do money. It. Sometimes right. laundry on laundry. Yeah. If you are on a ship, yep, it's, it's all done fucking, for you. You're on a ship, a ship all the time. But and you know you're those fucking, simple do things laundry. that most people don't understand that yeah, it takes a lot know, for them. No, no, but I say that adds to it. Adds to the overall, but yeah, those make for easy easier transitions. What really confounds it is when you take a young kid, say 18 years old, yeah. and you send him for a three to five year tour in a theater of conflict, and then he comes home. Yeah. What he and now she is faced with, 
isn't just being, you know, reacclimated to carrying the responsibility like anyone else of having a job, doing the laundry. It's doing that with this tremendous burden of trauma yep. and all that goes with that. And it's debilitating, and this is what we generally see on right. the street with veterans. And I, and here's I, the, here's I agree the with you. What, what I was saying, like just the baseline coming out without any of that stuff is difficult. Yeah. You throw right. everything else on top of it. It becomes an impossible thing to break yes. free of without professional intervention. And, and, and I'll just add this. Fire and law enforcement personnel can easily go through and have the same issues, um, and yet they're they're in our you know they're in society. They're, yep. you know, they have families or homes and doing all mm -hmm. the things that everyone else does. Except over the course of a twenty-five year career, you're picking up body parts, dead babies, yep. having to tell moms that their kids ain't coming home anymore. Uh, seeing that the, 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 the senseless, tragic, violent crime. Mm -hmm. And after a while, sometimes right away. Your brain gets used to it. You become dead. Yeah. And you don't, it's a slow process most of the time. Sometimes it affects some people right away. Uh -huh. but and the family members too. The, oh, it affects, oh, the burden, in, okay, I'll use me as an example. The burden that my wife carried of me over the years yep. going through that wives of law enforcement wives of our soldiers i should say now significant you know partners of yeah you're right they're good um, husbands and all different uh, yep. families they're they're left with more questions and more anxiety yep. sometimes because they they don't know how, and they don't how get do answers because of the they easiest can't. for them to thing to do well, as the you don't want to talk about they don't want to talk about me it. as a young child with my father in the police department for god knows how many years you know, he would never bring work home. And I would always, oh, you know, what'd you do? And this and blah, blah, blah. He would never tell me anything. Yeah. I mean, the shit he... you don't want to pass saw, the yeah. burden on to your kids. No. It's, yeah. It's, and it's, well, you know... Well, they, they, they said that for years now, you know, especially with these World War II vets coming... Um, uh, not because it was... Uh, that World War II is a higher bar. It was just a mass of people that served... 19 million people served in the armed forces during World War II. So many guys were uh, were in combat, and females even, because of the uh, auxiliaries that were out there as nurses and stuff that got caught yeah. in that stuff and got bombed and all they that They had stuff. to deal with had it firsthand and don't want to pass it on to anyone no, and as they a didn't, second and, hand. and they were told not to. Yeah. A lot of times, and there's still, to this day, there's a stigma on seeking um, help. And it extends... Into not just I, I guess the homeless situation with the vets is That's huge, the but also the big one, the big thing changeover was in the nineteen eighties when they closed a lot of the uh, mental institutions, right. and they changed the laws. You can and thank Florida, we led the way on that. Well, no. this state. Led okay, the no, way. no, Florida was. I can understand it. Listen, but it was a, a national movement. It was a yes, national was. movement. We pay a heavy price yeah. to this day uh, for, for having done that. Um, after World War II, you ever look at what the uh, rates of suicide and alcoholism were? No. They, they skyrocketed. There were no outlets for these guys, none. And it, the attitude on my police department when you experience something of trauma, this yep. is what you were told. Hey, man, it's the job. Suck it up. Mm -hmm. Th there was, no, there no, was a cultural stigma. resistance 
No, with the guys that can, the, the guys that can, the guys that, there's some guys that, and, and girls and women that thrive on some of the stuff that goes on. They, that's what they went in for. Some few. They went in for the brutality and, 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 and the violence. And they, some of some a few, the rest of them, they're standing by, they're experiencing it, and they're not, they're not allowed to react to it, and they're not allowed to seek help without feeling as if they're less than, less than everyone else. So you, be, you become a person who, quote, can't be trusted because, oh, he went to a psychiatrist or a psychologist. Yeah. You're, a wink, you're a weak link. You're weak. And now some of those, like the military, has gotten away from that. So the military is very proactive now when guys come back from theater. They with, interface yeah, they, them with professional help. It's a large enough, it's a large enough movement, hundreds of thousands of guys, yeah. where they can able to institutionally change the outlook and, of something like and that. And it's so healthy, sure. and I'm so glad they're doing that. My, my wish mm -hmm. and my hope is that across the board, law enforcement adopts the same things and makes them mandatory. Fire departments, believe it or not, are doing a much better job at addressing mental health issues than police departments. I think it's the nature of the fire department, if you think about it. They're very supportive because they're, the crews stay tighter. Very. Because they are. They're in the house. They're eating together. Yes. They're, they're, uh, they're, they're uh, bedding in the same area. They're getting up. They're cooked together, doing all that. All the stuff they go out it's on a their brotherhood, yeah. and I think like it, 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 in and of itself, it's a support mechanism. Yeah. Uh, you don't get that so much in law enforcement. Law enforcement has been traditionally resistant to it. I, I think if you know, we see the results of changing attitudes in law enforcement and the lack of a, uh, of address of mental health yeah. issues, um, and we're going to continue to pay that price until law enforcement departments nationwide address mental health, and we see it. If you see it on the streets with veterans, why wouldn't you see it with with cops on the street who right. have to see horrible things over the course of a career? You're, it's we're, everyone's. I told you, I, I I told you that I had the theory about it because police officers have to um, provide for themselves. There there's not housing for them. There's not these things down here. Think of it. They have to fend for themselves. So the mental illness is still there, maybe, but they, it's not. It's not a companion with the ability of coping mechanisms of being able to figure out how to meander through mental health, getting a job, maintaining your insurance, maintaining your residence, maintaining your personal appearance, um, setting your, um, you know, the uh, personal um, responsibilities. See, I disagree this, completely. This, but this is what I was. Because I think it encroaches and eventually deteriorates everything that you just said slowly. What? In law enforcement, you will have problems. Uh, you'll have problems paying your bills. You'll have problems identifying priorities. You'll have problems identifying appropriate behaviors. But that doesn't just. No, it doesn't happen overnight. It but happens that happens over the course of time. No, but, but what, what I'm saying, what I'm saying, with it, and it, with it, 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 it's not better or worse. The stress is the same. The stresses are the same, and they're continuous in law enforcement, and in the, in the military, it's high intensity. And then nothing. High intensity, then nothing. But in between all those things, those day-to-day -day things are being taken care of. Right. And then the day of separation, 
nothing. And this is what I was going to try. The data center. That's, trying right. to get That's at. all the difference. And now there's no, you guys are just as intense on that stuff, but it's steady with you guys. You get it. And then you do, you do get, it's steady the whole time. You're always on watch and then you get to jump. I'm sorry, Jenna. 70% of homeless veterans were asked, why are you homeless? And 70%, sorry, 100% of them asked that, were asked that question. And then 70% of them replied with, it's easier. Which is an indic- indication it's that they've won. Good. They've given up. They've given up. Yeah. It's easier for them to be homeless and have less responsibilities and worry about staying warm and worry about where your next meal comes from instead of living a normal, civilized life and paying your mortgage. And, there you go. And to, it's easier. Like, that's horrible to hear. Because it's easier for them. Well, they've been through horrible, such horrible situations right. that they can go and say, well, living in this tent out right. here is nothing it's compared way, to right. way easier. Than that, right. that thing before. That was sucky, this thing and this that thing, you're talking right, about But now. now you're coming back and you're telling me that I can't live in a tent anymore and that I can't, you know, um, I, I have to pay for my car insurance or I'm going to get arrested. Yeah, they can do and whatever they other, want. Right. So they, they all said, most of them said, it's easier to be homeless. Yeah, I, I got in an argument with a guy. He was I so, out, there was a vet coming down with a, his his, his uh, tricycle, big adult tricycle with the trailer. And that's what he was doing, coming in, doing that stuff and talking. I said, well, you know, I understand. And, and I said, well, no, I, I, obviously I don't. But um, what well, are you going to do? I, I, you, you know, know what? what? Merry Christmas to all of them. Yeah, Merry Christmas. And we and, do have to have everyone. And with and, the uh, mental health – the the, the the big shame is that the military did move on with the thing and realized starting to realize it and was people like the guy that used to march up and down Route One with it uh, talking about the suicides and all that yeah. stuff barefoot guy yeah. but they don't do that for uh, the uh, our, our emergency responders right. especially uh, the police so a message to anyone listening who might be undergoing some stress yeah. right so using me as an example I was your typical cop. I had a very high profile in my department doing some going after really bad people. And when it came time to recognize that things weren't working out and I couldn't make things work out, uh, circumstances drove me in the one area that I had resisted my entire life, and that was going to seek a counselor. Right. It was the most amazing experience I've ever had and such a positive experience. Um, I went and saw a few psychologists first, which I would suggest anyone does because you have to find one that fits. And there is no stigma to it anymore. No, there's not. There is no stigma There's to less it of a stigma. Yeah. Well, culturally, there may be in certain departments. Yeah, certain psychologists areas, and overall, shit like that. Overall, there's not. Yeah, you I, know? I agree. It's much right. less. No, well, I mean, uh, obviously a small police department like a and in some areas, and and then you got your uh, just your clicks, hard, your if, clicks of people. But if you're having a hard time, yeah, there is no shame in asking for help. No, well, no, what they never. what and they should realize, what they should realize is that uh, there are a lot of people out there that realize it's a legitimate. Your that's your concern. That you that that's very important. I went there for much less. You know, I started doing it for uh, marriage counseling. And then uh, anxiety. Um, so, so it's Christmas now. We can talk about this yes. now. 
uh, it's really important to be the probably the best gift you can give yourself is to the uh, self care. Take care. Take care of yourself. Self care. Clearly. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then you go there, and it's a very depressing time for some people. But if you can reach out to to um, to get help, you're you're definitely. I mean, you're, if you're if you're rejected for trying to get help, it could be you examine what kind of help you're asking for. Some people are under false understanding that the help they need is help with money. You could be addicted, and you're you're trying to seek. You don't realize you got to get money because you need to feed that addiction. And you think people are rejecting you because of you. Of you. They're not rejecting you. They're rejecting your addiction. Okay? If you have anxiety, you have a legitimate. When I say legitimate, it's sometimes you're rejected. If you're rejected, you're rejected because of the thing you're asking for. If you're it's help. Real help you want to improve. They be healthier. If you're if sometimes you're rejected because you're asking for things that are gonna make you less healthy. What do you think? But unfortunately, like Papa said, is the sad part is is job society with, you know, police officers and whatnot, they say, All right, well it's part of the job. So you go home rather than seeing a psychiatrist and what do you do? You go home and you drink. Who no, but who says it's part of the job? Well, that's what they... The police officers. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, not the people don't... I mean, I would go and say, it's not part of the job. You know, you're part, part right. of the job Rather is to than take care of yourself. offering help and X, yeah. Y, and Z, they just say, hey, it's part of the job. So what right. do you do? You go home, you have a couple of drinks, and, you know, and before you know it, that's your constant. No, no, or, I mean, but I've seen people, well, and I've been in the 12-step programs and stuff, where people ask for help. And sometimes when they're asking for help, it's veiled. What they're really asking for. What they're really asking for. Right. And, 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 and you're, you can delude yourself. It's like when you, have a, when you have a relationship break off and you need help. Well, the relationship may break off because you're not good together and you were arguing and you, you could be bad for that other person. And you ask for help and you, you, that help could be bringing that person back to me. No. It's not, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. that there's help, there's help if there, for the, the legitimate help that you need for PTSD, for anxiety, for things that you need to be addressed. But when you're asking for something that isn't, isn't like, like the guy out in front of the Walmart, a Walgreens, asking for money so he can go next store and get the alcohol, right? The guy asks for right. money so he can get, take that money and go in there. And some people may assuage your guilt by giving, giving them money. But if you really want to do it, give them a blanket, give them some food, you know, eat something and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, they may take the extra money now and buy the alcohol and stuff like that. But it's anxiety. It's PTSD. It's all these things that are underlying all those problems, not the ones on the surface. When I went, when I sought assistance, I had made up my mind that I could not resolve anything, and I had no more skill set left because I couldn't find any direction to resolve anything. Yeah. So I made up my mind that I'm going to place myself in this professional's hands, and you just you lay prostrate. You just empty everything out. You're not going to be judged. But the more honest and truthful you are, mm-hmm. the more those conversations tend to lead you to enlightenments that show, ah, 
here's a path I could take. It's and you get armed words. that to take control back. You can't have any predispositions going into seeking help. I, if only I can just get this addressed. No, it's the whole body, it's the whole mind. But and to do that, you have to just open yourself up and expose everything. And you have to be in a place in your life, generally the lowest point possible, yes. to come to that place. You don't have to be at the lowest point possible. You can just make up your mind to do that, but it's generally a little harder because you have the conversations in your head telling you always, no, don't do that, don't do that. You know, play it safe or hide over here or hide over there. When you're done hiding, if you're tired of pain yeah. and the self-doubt and, 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 and things just not, just go, empty yourself out. Start over. And just ride that experience. It, I'll guarantee you it'll be one of the most beneficial things you ever did for yourself. And as a young person, um, I'm not too far in, you know, my father being in police department and all that kind of stuff. I feel like the people that need help, they don't have the resources to search out like they used to. I mean, pen pals and, you know, just average people to just say, hey, you know, I don't want somebody to judge me on this or a psychiatrist to examine me, but I want somebody to just vent to. That's you know, that's that's the twelve step or support groups. But where you, you know, go in any bed? Many of those people out there anymore. That rather than oh well, you need help. We're going to send you to this doctor or this doctor. What about somebody to just sit down and shoot the shit with and talk to? Well, there's a online forums but for that and stuff like that. Yeah, but well, I mean, if if you're in a certain situation, you might not have not have access to that. But no, yeah, it's. Um, you know what it's funny is because I, I listen to everything that's positive. I, I, I really focus on positive words mm -hmm. and not negative words. And if you he heard what Papa was saying, it was be honest with yourself. Be truthful with yourself. You are going to feel enlightened. These are very positive things that you can say. Um, I, don't like the, I don't like the phrase no problem, no. right? Yeah. I despise it because it's two negative words. I always say, say my pleasure. It's been my pleasure. You're owning it, mm -hmm. and it's been your pleasure to help someone. Mm -hmm. But don't say no problem. That's negative, negative. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to talk about negative things in your life or how things have impacted you or w how you feel about reaching out about your mental health situation, remember that it's not negative. It's all positive. One negative is negative. Two negatives is positive. No, it's not. That's only in math. <laughs> no, I mean, That's only in math. It, it, in math no problem does not mean that it's positive. It's still too I didn't words. not say that. I am just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's all positive. So well, I mean, uh, you know, the, you, with the support groups and things like that, being able um, to, to – um, it's funny you said it because we mentioned Scientologists going clear. The principle was, no, that's not the same thing. That going clear <laughs> is just emptying it. Emptying out, unbury your soul, doing this thing. Confession, the idea that confession came about years ago, and we are in a season, uh, the Christmas season, but the one good thing with theology was the thing about confession, being able to unburden your soul or your mind. It's not actually unburdening your mind. I did this, and it wasn't until they codified it why masturbating is bad and all these things are bad and you have to report it, but you really said, oh, I... I stole, I coveted, I, I hurt somebody. 
or that I, I went blind loyal. because I masturbated too much. Well, <laughs> if you masturbate your eyeballs, maybe, you, you know, uh, but that, 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 those unburdening things, that's, that has been part of um, the religious experience, the spiritual experience, and it probably was because it actually worked. It actually worked. For, they've done it for thousands of years where you, you, you um, meditation with Buddhists and all these things was uh, allowing those things and being able to accept those things in your lives and be able to separate the acts from your person, the things you did, the things you did, the things you saw, the things you were part of, and to be able to say... This is what happened. This is what I saw. This is what I did. But this is not me. And I recognize that now. That part, being able to talk to a, a psychologist, psychiatrist, uh, without... What, when I, I spoke from the experience of work, working in the 12-step thing, and there's people that go in there that just want to be better, and then there's other people that say, a small group, I want attention. Yeah. Feel sorry or, for me. Right. Or I'm here because the, I have The people to be. that really think, and the people that think, their primary goal is I want to be better. I want to feel better. I want to unburden myself. I want to do these things. And I want to be more present for the people around me. I want to be do, do, do all positive things. And feel things. All positive things. Those people really do well. And that is that it's kind of like the yes thing. Yes. Yes, yes. I'm ready for this. Yes, I'm ready to yes, tell man, you. Yes, I'm ready. man, yes, man. Yes, that's it. Yes works. None of, none of what Tyler had mentioned about yeah. essentially peer, uh, peer groups mm -hmm. and peer group support. That would be the follow-up. So uh, in a religion, you have, let's say, confession, the example yeah. you use. And, and upon leaving confession, you get punished. no, you don't get punished. You get absolved. You get absolved. Yes, you get absolved. You, 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 you do your punishment first. No, no. Uh, originally, oh, they the, tell, the, originally, they originally, the prayers, originally the prayers were medita meditative, uh, meditative uh, exercise, a meditative exercise. Right. So go do the Hail Mary 17 times uh, and, then, say, and then you are absolved. The, well, it I mean, if I... you in a place of meditation and reflection. I, I would know. I, I, they would say... Reflect on what you said. Reflect on what you want to be like. And while you're doing it, say five Hail Marys, three Our Fathers, and stuff like that. While you're doing it, and, and experience the forgiveness of God. And that, if you think believing it or not believing it, whether it's real or not, is a beautiful thing. Reflect on those things. That's meditation. Right. And, upon, and it, but prayer is a, initially was just meditation. And upon leaving that, you you re-enter the fold, mm -hmm. accepted, and and loved. What Tyler brought up about peer groups, it's the same thing. You, you have to to unburden yourself and to seek an inner peace. You have to then surround yourself by people who truly support you. And without that, it, you're incomplete. And understand you. Well, who right. truly yes. understands you? 
accept, I think accepting, acceptance is key. Understanding, you can never truly understand people's motivations because you don't know what goes in their making. Well, of course not. But if you're in a peer group dealing with a Because you know when I say scenario, something, I can say something. Those people have probably had some can, similar No, but I can say something that apparently is insensitive because I don't really understand but, I don't understand. And again, you know, yes, if you have somebody that truly understands what they went through or did themselves or anything like that, but even put all of that aside, you know, just somebody to talk to. And, and that's right? that's what I'm yes. thinking of is, you know. Well, it's a form of understanding. Nowadays, yes. you know. It, but I, I think your, your word is actually better. It's an no, acceptance. No, no, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying no, to no, say no, no, no. It is. It works accepting better. Accepting going like this. It's, it's a better word. Accepting Jesus. someone is just. The thing I'm ready, but whether I know, like you know, 100% what these people went through in firsthand, you know, it's not saying that I wouldn't sit down and talk to them, chit chat, you know, just you know, give them somebody to talk to. I'd be more than happy to do that, yeah. you know, whether I understand what they actually went through or not. But just to have somebody to talk to and possibly open up to and give them a little bit of light, you know. You know, with the holiday season, that would be an amazing thing to be able to do for one or two, three, four people. That 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 probably would be the greatest gift you could ever give somebody like that. There's people there. The hardest burden is to become aware of your past wrongdoing. Become Nothing. aware how they hurt someone. It's a horrible thing, but the beauty of it is the act of becoming aware, and then. Being able to um, either ask for uh, to make a, a try, attempt to make amends, not worrying about whether you're going to be given forgiveness, but forgiving some people for grievances is an act of something for yourself, not for them. I think the true fact is to not be judged by what happened. To have somebody to talk to, open yeah. up, and not be judged by what you're saying or what you've been through. If they're willing, if they're if they're willing to say it as a as a means of recognition for what they did, if it's an intrinsically horrible thing, and they're willing to admit it and ask for a friend, an understanding, I don't know. See, whether it's drugs or previous battles, acceptance, or acceptance, PTSD, maybe it's just somebody to sit there and be talk to and listen necessarily to. Necessarily for everything. I, I think we're we're thinking too hard about this. Yeah. The, the, the first thing is just to, to yes, Hoagie. Hoagie, Hoagie hi. says hi. He, the, the first the, thing is you need to get a dog. Tommy, probably. Yep. That. The, the <laughs> most important thing is to come to a realization. Seven o'clock. Is it yeah. 10 o'clock? Oh, yep. You want some no, help. No, it's eight o'clock. And you seek that assistance. <laughs> And here's the great thing about people. There will be people that show up and offer that hand down yeah. and, 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 and love you. Not everyone. You don't need everyone. You <laughs> might only have one. My partner was one and a few others. It was just a few. And that gave me the hope, all the hope I needed. Closer. And it, it, it was the finishing act of my being able to find my happiness and my freedom were those people who stepped forward I didn't ask them to. I didn't seek yeah. them out. They sought me out. And I think I think we all have those people there, even if we don't know they exist. They're there. And we just have to trust that they'll come forward. 
That's all. And Speaking you, of mental patients. And if you need help, ask for it. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of mental patients. See what happens Speaking when Tommy shows patients. up. Tommy uh, shows 10 o'clock, Tommy just tough. showed up. We were just wrapping early. up. We're actually wrapping, wrapping up, up a live. an hour and a half live show. And, you know, as a young person, again, you know. You're not it, that young. I am. But you're not, you're not that young. If if somebody wants, you can't pull that card forever, buddy. Right? If somebody yeah. wants somebody to talk to, I wouldn't be opposed. You know, if there's somebody listening, you that just said two negative words. Don't say I wouldn't be opposed. I would be more than. Willing I'd be more than grateful. I'd say that to wouldn't be opposed. Somebody is a, is a positive. You know, no, if that's somebody that's listening is Stop just it. listening to this. To if you said get two positives is negative. Have a little no, positive in their life and wants to chat Jim. or know somebody that does. 1984 double plus good. <laughs> I'd be more than willing to. <laughs> you know? I'm sorry. <laughs> get it? Uh, you got it right. Hey, listen, don't. Hey, don't debate. If I'm you're not, not ready to get in the water, I'm, I'm not debating get in with the you. water. Double plus good. No, it's a wonderful thing. You know what? At the end, that's a hard. That's a hard thing to talk about, and you have to talk about it during Christmas because a lot of people go through things. Yeah, but you know what? Difficult the, to honestly, everyone, I think it's the best time to bring it. That up. is the best yeah. time everyone to think about this stuff and to think that everyone is worthy of acceptance and love. Oh yes, absolutely, and have a great Christmas. No, no, I wasn't timing <laughs> you off. I was just saying that I wanted to get those two things in. And oh, did you just say two positive words? Acceptance and love yes. in the That's same sense. negative. Sentence? Oh, well, then I guess it's all <laughs> negative. Well, just fuck all you. <laughs> no, wait. It's, it's, it's like a knock, knock. conjunctive. Go fuck yourself. There you go. Like I work, think man. out of all of us, if there's somebody out there or a family member or a loved one or just somebody you met passing by that needs somebody to talk to or a little bit of hope and love. You know, I don't think any of us would be opposed to. Hey, listen, if there's a, a young, like that, uh, young uh, stripper. Out there, that's right. not feeling good about herself. I mean, if um, you if you're a concubine, uh, our Christmas party's coming up. Give him, th- give her. Th- I'll give you Tommy's email address. Ten o'clock, huh? <laughs> Ten, Ten o'clock, Tommy, Tommy at gmail dot com. Counseling for concubines. Yeah. I'm not Counseling a mongoloid. For concubines. One eight hundred. Reach around. <laughs> and back to our normal happy self. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. yes. And now, yes, for mailing. It wasn't melancholy. You know what? You have to you have to think through these things with happiness or sadness and there's reflection. If you're going to be open to the world and aware of these things, if you're a listener to this audience, you're going to be aware of the good and the bad and there's things that can't be turned away from. And if you're driving in your car and you're listening to this right now and you're wiping the tears from your face, <laughs> um, we'll just remind you that don't worry, we're still funny. <laughs> yep. We still have butt plugs. We and, still have uh, butt plugs. Beads we, we still have, have, uh, we have. Hey, we have we, penis we have, cookies. We have yeah, we got cockcakes. We have cockcakes. Oh, glazed uh, penis ice cubes. We, I yeah, do we got penis, penis ice cubes. Can I get a drink with a penis? They're, they're a little small, you. but, you know. No, I have big ones. <laughs> I got big dicks. I got big ones. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I'm going to let you guys sign off while I go get well, Jim a penis. Merry uh, Christmas, happy holidays, whatever you're celebrating. Pipicolada. Oh, I got it. Okay. Penis colada. Hey, listen, we're probably, we're, we may do another Christmas show where it's straight up Christmas. Um, um, hey, uh, maybe. Um, straight up Christmas. I got to start liking girls now? What? <laughs> straight up. No, straight up. No, I didn't say straight. Oh. Straight up. Straight up means truthful. <laughs> straight, I don't mean to say. I mean, we weren't truthful this one. Hey, listen. What? I have a great following of the uh, what? Did we what is the correct way of calling it? The alternate lifestyle thing? Because I had a buddy from Orlando who stopped in with his husband. He came in and he just absolutely loves the place, Michael. Uh, the sad thing is, he says 
he was asking about podcasts. Well, I haven't been able. I said, what do you mean? Have, you remember me. You haven't been able to listen to the podcast again? <laughs> and stuff like that. And they said, well, I'm going to mention, I want to mention Michael. He's here. He's a medical uh, device salesperson. Sells uh, imaging equipment to the hospitals and does the training and all that stuff. Really high-end stuff. Great guy. He was the guy I had to uh, run across the street from. Do you ever hear that story? No. We were drinking. Uh, we're not. They were drinking a lot. He was drinking a lot <laughs> all night. And then I went to the bathroom. And I came out, and Kathy said, Michael left. And I was like, oh, okay. You're going to let him go across the street now to go to Hampton? I said, not after you said that. You know, he was Okay, take a picture of the penis. Uh, the cock take guys. a picture. Oh my God! Get a hey, picture of the cock guys. glass. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, what's cock the, in a cup? It's not impressive. <laughs> I'm not impressed at all. <laughs> hey, the, drink, yeah, drink yeah. out of your cock and balls. Yeah. So, so uh, after that, I ran. I grabbed his hand, and we ran across the street together. I'm not afraid. Man. Oh, were you scared? I, I couldn't handle. First of all, I oh. like the guy. Well, Second of all, even if I didn't like the guy, I wouldn't want him to be hurt. You know, that's that's the deal with me. But guys, again, once again, like that. and they remember that. Enjoy your holidays. And stuff like that. Be happy. Yeah. No. But that's it. Don't worry. Be happy. No. Yeah. Yep. Have a, you got to get the the phallus that she's. Uh, we got a a drink with a a penis ice cube. I still feel like there is some hope in our society. Yeah. Well, there's always hope. Okay, we're signing off. Uh, thank you, everyone. Says, say thank you, everyone. We will. Thank uh, you, everyone. Uh, we're going to probably. We have another live before the new year? I'll try to see. Are you off like the day before during the day? Yeah. 20, during the day? I'm off on the 25th? 30th. 30th. New Year's. No, that's New Year's. Oh. We'll do a new, definitely do a New Year's show. Yeah, no, I yeah. mean, how about Christmas? What's it looking like on uh, Christmas Eve? I. I'm working the 23rd, uh, 24th. I'm working the 23rd. I'm working the 24th. 24th, I could come over. I'm gone. I'm half a day. I'm I'm off at 2. Two? Maybe we do a 2 o'clock show. We could do that. Yeah, Yeah. because we're not cooking until the next day. We're going to do a 2 o'clock show on the 23rd. 24th. Maybe Monkey Boy can make it. I won't be here on the 24th. so. (laughs) A.K.A. 10 o'clock time. Yeah, Monkey Boy. Laugh while you can, monkey boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're signing off. All Sorry. right. Good night, everyone. Merry Christmas. Everyone. Music. Music.